If UFOs are so common, why doesn't the mainstream media cover more UFO stories? Let's explore that on this episode of Unknown. citizens and welcome to Unknown. I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out with me. We'll talk about UFOs in the news soon, but first we need to talk about AlienCon. AlienCon lands in Baltimore, Maryland this November. AlienCon is essentially a giant fan convention for the hit TV series Ancient Aliens. Alien Con is where you can explore the unexplained with your favorite Ancient Aliens contributors and stars from television and film. I'll be presenting some panels there. My friend and colleague Ryan Sprague will be there. Nick Pope, Linda Moulton Howe, Steve Bassett, they'll be there. And because this is largely an Ancient Aliens fan fest, of course, Giorgio Suclos, Eric Von Daniken, and David Hatcher Childress will be there too. There are still more guests to be announced, and the schedule for AlienCon was recently published. It's not the final schedule, but much of the programming is there. On Friday, November 9th, Ryan Sprague and I will be doing a live on-stage podcast recording. We'll be sharing personal UFO sightings, then we'll give attendees the opportunity to share their stories as well. Then on Sunday, November 11th, Ryan and I are presenting a panel about UFOs in pop culture, where we'll essentially explore how pop culture has influenced public perception regarding UFOs and extraterrestrial life. I'll be participating in some additional programming as well, but those are the events that have been published so far. AlienCon takes place November 9th through 11th at the Baltimore Convention Center. You can get your tickets at thealiencon.com register. It's been a long while since I did an event on the East Coast, so I'm looking forward to the opportunity to chat with some of you guys on the other side of the country. I'm also speaking at Sedona MUFON in Sedona, Arizona on Sunday, November 17th. This presentation will touch briefly on my history as a UFO researcher and journalist, but it'll predominantly center around my book, pointing out the reality that UFOs are seen by people from all walks of life not just crazy people, as is the commonly held public perception. The info for this event should eventually be on SedonaMufon.com, so watch for that, and I hope to see some of my Arizona people at that event. Now, let's talk about UFOs in the news. I'm asked periodically, why aren't UFO stories covered by the mainstream media? Well, the answer to this question is they are. UFO-related stories are published every day, typically, by media outlets around the world. If you go to RoguePlanet.tv, you'll see that I try to post weekly roundups of UFO-related stories from the week. And these stories are always just a small sampling of the stories published during that week. When I worked at the UFO media company Open Minds, we published a collection of UFO headlines from mainstream media outlets every day. So, I guess my point is, there's no shortage of stories about UFO sightings, crop circles, and alien life, and other related topics in the news today. 
Of course, not every UFO sighting, encounter, or event is going to be covered by a media outlet. I mean, let's be realistic. There are a lot of UFO sightings every day, many of which have little to no more substance than some lady was walking her dog and she saw strange lights in the sky. That might be cool or interesting, but it's certainly not substantive enough to merit its own news story. Well, I I take that back. There are plenty of stories just like that that do get published from time to time by media outlets. And it's not that surprising. In today's media-saturated world, news outlets feel the pressure to pump out more and more content all the time. They're all fighting with each other. Fighting for your eyeballs. Fighting for your eyeballs. That sounds like that should be the plot element for a terrible yet awesome alien horror movie where warring aliens are after human eyes and they're battling each other, fighting for your eyeballs. All right, that was a ridiculous yet necessary tangent, but you get my point. When it comes to websites, content is king, and news websites need to pump out stories quickly, and they also need stories that attract audiences. I've been a writer for a couple mainstream media outlets, and the drive to get that content machine pumping faster and faster is crazy. And look, from a business standpoint, I get it. I've worked in digital media for more than 15 years, and digital audience development is one of my specialties. So I fully understand the drive to produce lots of content quickly and produce content that encourages some type of audience interaction. But when a media outlet takes this approach, story quality is likely going to suffer. Good, responsible journalism takes time. The best UFO stories, in my opinion anyway, are those where the journalist has been given adequate time to connect with the witness or witnesses involved to hear the full story from the source. Then, reaching out to appropriate places like the FAA, airports, military bases, and local skydiving teams to determine possible identifications. This additional legwork on the part of the reporter adds so much substance to a UFO story. Those are the best. And unfortunately, you don't see those that often. You'll find plenty of news stories about UFO sightings. But the UFO topic encompasses so much more than simple UFO sightings. That's why I refer to it as UFO-related news. I don't know about you, but when I'm following the news related to this stuff, I'm interested in stories about upcoming TV shows, developments in the search for extraterrestrial life, and more. I have a lot to say when it comes to UFO-related news, and we'll certainly touch on that more in the future. But for today, I'll just quickly mention two recent stories that are of interest. I'm sure you've seen stuff posted about the upcoming show on history called Project Blue Book. We've talked about it on this show, and history's been working hard to hype this thing up. They even had a strong presence at San Diego Comic-Con this year, which was pretty cool. And history finally announced when we can start watching this thing. The premiere is set for Tuesday, January 8th. I've said it before, but to clarify, this is a dramatic series. It's not a documentary, not a docu-series, it's scripted fiction. Yes, it's loosely based on the U.S. Air Force's UFO study of the same name. 
And yes, its title character is J. Allen Hynek, the civilian scientific advisor contracted by the Air Force for Project Blue Book. But don't expect the show to be an accurate representation of the real Project Blue Book. Viewing it like The X-Files is probably a good idea. If you can do that, I think you'll probably enjoy it. It looks fun, and it's about a topic we love. But if you're the type of person who just can't enjoy a show that takes something real and doesn't present it 100% accurately, then skip it. Another recent story I want to mention briefly is the passing of Paul Allen. Paul Allen was the co-founder of Microsoft. He owned the Seattle Seahawks and the Portland Trailblazers. But the 47th richest person on Earth also spent his money funding various space-related efforts. He founded private space company Stratolaunch, and he donated millions of dollars to the SETI Institute over the years. The SETI Institute, which stands for the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, received a $20 million commitment from Allen for Project Phoenix. That was a SETI program that ran from 95 to 98 that involved renting time on the Parkes Radio Telescope in Australia and the Green Bank Telescope in West Virginia. The SETI Institute relied on other radio telescopes to perform its work, that is, until 2007, when its Allen Telescope Array came online. This 350-telescope array was funded by a $25 million commitment from Paul Allen. The SETI Institute's senior astronomer Seth Shostak said, There's no doubt that Paul Allen saved American SETI. That's going to be it for this short episode of Unknown. I invite you to come join me in the Rogue Planet Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rogue Planet. That's where we can share stories, get feedback, and engage in a real conversation. I love hearing from you guys, and I really want to hear from you to know the topics that interest you and the questions you might have. You can find more episodes of Unknown on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, all the podcast places. It would be very kind of you if you could take a minute and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts is the premier source for podcasts. It is the leader um, when it comes to podcasts, so that's how most people discover podcasts. So if you could take a minute, leave a review there. Your reviews help to improve the show's discoverability. And you know what else helps? Sharing the show with your friends. Word of mouth, of course. So if you know someone who might enjoy Unknown, send them a link and get them hooked. Of course, you can always find this show at RoguePlanet.tv. RoguePlanet.tv is your home for all the strange. It's also where you can get your own Unknown t-shirt from the Rogue Planet store. Just go to store.RoguePlanet.tv. And if you don't have it yet... My book, Only Weirdos See UFOs, An Introduction to the Public's Misperception of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena and Extraterrestrial Life, is available on Amazon. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I'm Jason McClellan. Do me a favor, friends. Stay strange. Stay strange.